0: That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man.
1: This is the Cosmic Voice. Nothing But Business with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Cosmic Voice. This is Season 5, Episode 3. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. Hello, hello. And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome back, everyone, to another show.
0: Chris, how are you, sir? Mick. I'm doing good, my brother. The uh, The Halloween season is officially over as we're recording this. You know, kind of sad it's over. Put all my Halloween stuff away. It was a good month. It was a good run. It was a good run. You got to keep... Uh,
1: listen, just like Christmas, you got to keep it in your heart all year round. Maybe you leave something out. Like, I leave a little old-time ceramic Christmas tree out all year with the lights that go around it. I So every so often, I plug that thing in, turn it on. And it's Christmas, even if it's just for a few yeah. minutes.
0: Yeah, there's a couple things we left. My uh, house has been overrun by Halloween gnomes, so which is apparently a thing this year. So we kept them out. And a few candles we kept out. But, uh, you know, now we're moving into the Christmas season and coming up on the end of another year. Other than that, everything's good, man. Same old, same old, just busy trying to get through, you know. How I bet you? I'm pretty good, doing well. My motto anymore is one moment at a time.
1: And even that, I'm not sure I can handle anymore. So I try to take it, you know, little by little. Before you know it, the day's over, and then you get to do it all over again. So all
0: over again. Yeah, just
1: I have learned, I guess, in the last couple years not to project too far ahead anymore because, you know, we've learned that things, the bottom can fall out at any time. I guess we always knew that, but then there's that we go through life, we get kind of wrapped up in everything, and we forget that. We forget that really tomorrow doesn't exist per se. In the grand scope, all we have is right here, right now. And in a moment, that becomes a past. I know this sounds real otherworldly, but it really is the truth if you think about it. So why worry too much about tomorrow or the next day or the next day and the next day? You know, we talked about this in the show. Like, a lot of times I've worried so much about the next show or the next set of shows that I kind of missed out on the show that I was doing at that moment. Yeah, yeah. uh, And, you know, sometimes it's a thing that you just kind of pick up as you get older and more life experience kind of has rolled you over a few times, backed up on you, <laughs> rolled you back
0: over, flipped you around, you know, that kind of thing. It's, you know, it's true, man. You know, I, you know, there's a couple people, you know, that are close to me in my life and, and they're, you know, they they worry, you know, and, and I always go, listen, like worrying is not going to change the outcome of anything. What's going to be is what's going to be. So you just have to kind of you know, be ready for both and go, if this happens, I'm going to deal with it this way. And if this happens, I'm going to deal with it this way. But worrying about what's going to happen in the future is, is. I mean, I get it. It's total human nature, but worrying it doesn't unfortunately change it. So magical thinking, I think, uh, is what it's called. You know, when you worry about something so much that, like, you, you, your brain thinks that if you worry about it so much, you, you know, you have the power to change right, it, Right, right, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, that, that, yeah. <clears throat> It's one of those yeah. things that
1: we're trying to. Con- we we try to, like you're saying, we try to. We think we have control, so we make ourselves believe we have control, right? But in reality, we don't have control. Yeah, we don't. Pretty much yeah, like we don't. like a band dealing with a venue or a record label or yeah. you know trying yeah. to make it or, or convert the audience. It's we just got to do the best that we can and uh, and see what happens from there. But like you said, yeah. we just got to be prepared to roll with the punches.
0: That's it. That's it, man. That's it. And uh, you know, and I know it's easier said than done because there, there are some things that are pretty devastating in our lives and uh, hard to deal with. But uh, you know, there's nothing you can do. So you just gotta kind of learn to deal with it. Yeah. Listen, which actually brings up what we're
1: gonna talk about in this episode. It does. Yeah. It's uh, life lessons learned from being in a band. Yep. So, I mean, we already just started talking about some stuff, but let's dive in a little deeper about life lessons learned from being in a band or being on the road or, you know, whatever you've uh, whatever you've picked up along the way. What do you got, man? What do you what are you thinking about? Well, I
0: think I think one of the things that could comes to mind is well, pretty much what we just talked about. You know, I definitely have made it a habit, unfortunately, where I put so much pressure on myself and a show. That it's taken me a long time to realize that you can only do your best, right? Like the shows are gonna go how they're supposed to go. You can only hope that you, as a band, you play well, the crowd's there, it's a good night. Obviously, nothing in life is perfect. So I found myself uh, a very long time ago worrying about everything. Is this going to be right? Is this going to be right? Am I going to feel right? Am I going to sound right? Am I, you know, are we going to be good? And and I realized that you just kind of have to put faith in what you do and how you do it and what the show is going to be. And if it's not great, then it's not great. There's nothing you could do about it. Or. Like we had said a very long time ago, you learn from that, you know, what well, could I have done differently? Could I have promoted it differently? Could we have, you know, is there a certain problem in a song? You know, do we need to work on that differently or whatever? But I think a big part of that is I learned that putting so much pressure on a show and a performance doesn't always pan out. You know, it's going to be what it's going to be. You just have to have trust and faith in what you're doing and and what the guys or ladies uh, surrounding you are doing and, and you know hope for the best. And just realize that it's going to be what it's going to be. I've been able to kind of put that into my own everyday life. And even with work life, you know, because I'm a driver and I'm out on the road every day, I go, okay, what's today going to be like? You know, you you obviously you just hope for a a good, easy non-traffic day. Sometimes it doesn't do that. So you just have to kind of prepare yourself for that and, uh, you know, and and hope for the best and just hope that it's going to be good. And if it's bad, you go, wow, I just got to deal with it you know and and uh, because there's just some things that are beyond our control unfortunately well definitely so that brings up a point like when you're on the road
1: and you're touring and if you're driving there's only so much control you have when you're dealing with other drivers and other cities and routes and construction and stuff and i remember being caught in vacationing traffic uh, yeah, and not realizing sure. that going into that area, we're just because we were never in that area before. I'm like, what? what's right. going on here? And then we realize, oh, yeah, this is... And we were literally in traffic for a couple hours, just kind of crawling, yeah. and you're you're getting all jammed up. But then after a certain point, you're like, well, what are you going to do? So, I mean, I think some pre-planning is always good. I mean, you, oh, you yeah. can't kind of... I mean, and I've been with people that kind of don't plan anything. It's kind of a seat of the pants type of thing, and it's always... Like, if you don't mind that type of intensity all the time, well, then, you know, that's the way it goes, right? But right. not everybody kind of handles that the same way, and I don't think it's needed. It's, like, unnecessary, right, in, yeah. in terms yeah. of... I mean, there's enough stress sometimes when you're on the road as it is, but if you can have a, a pre-planned route... Uh, nowadays, you know, back in the map, just map days and basic... GPS where it didn't really tell you real time with the roads. Yeah. Now yeah. you kind of have a, a heads up, and you can yeah. make some. You know, if if you're using that technology, and you can make some adjustments and stuff like that, and be prepared. So you know that's that's kind of a kind of a cool thing.
0: It's the boss. This is Steven Pearson from Rat, the Rat Bastard. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice.
1: What I've learned. And again, I think anyone listening could say, well, you can learn this from any aspect in life. It doesn't have to be about being in a band or, you know, being on the road or whatever. And they're absolutely right because I think if you're involved in anything, a lot of the same human conditioning, human need type of things, they'll show up because that's what we are, humans, right? So there's only so much diversity you're going to really have. We're all affected by the same things. We have similar feelings and similar thoughts and... And similar hopes and dreams and things like that. I've learned over the years that not everyone does it like I do it. And I know that sounds obvious, but when you have this thing in your head and passions pushing it and you're like, you know, I got to get it done. It's got to be this way. I I can see it. You know, not everybody shares that same vision. Not everybody shares the same dream. And I think we've talked about that before. That doesn't mean that it's wrong or it's not worth it, it's just that it may not be taken or likened to the same aspects that you're doing it or having it, you know, so you have to, sometimes that causes stress, and even within your band, and I've I've learned that over the last few years more than I did in years prior, because I would just push and push and push, and... I felt and I still feel that, you know, it's for the betterment of, of the what we're doing, not for the individual per se. But I have found that it does sometimes then push people out or away mm-hmm. or it demotivates them. I've learned how to kind of maybe delegate that with myself a little better. Yeah. And like you're saying, then it, it does go over into, you know, your everyday daily life as well. You start realizing, well, maybe I'm doing it all the time and not realizing it. I mean, I don't feel that there was ill intent, at least from my point of view, but with people doing multiple things or other aspects of their life, and this is one portion of it, maybe not the whole portion of it, that can become a little taxing, right? You're like, oh man, here we go again. You know, it's it's always the next thing. I've learned how to, uh, to regulate and delegate that with myself on a much better level and so i've i've learned to let some things go and figure you know kind of like what's the uh, don't sweat the small stuff but i'm also learning not to sweat the big stuff as much yeah you know what i mean exactly so yeah oh yeah you you, got to have that balance you can't know the light if you don't know the dark kind of thing and again it's still a work in progress for me a lot of these life lessons are still a work in progress for me Uh, it's not easy it's not. A, I, 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 anytime you're in a room with somebody else, it becomes more difficult. When you're by yourself, oh, yeah. you can agree to yourself to your blue in the face and still get something done. And uh, <laughs> but when there's other people, sometimes you have to you have to take into consideration, especially if if the goal is the same, they may just not have the same road. Right. Not everybody's yeah. taking the exact same road because they say, oh, well, we're seeing the same destination. But, you know, I think we should take it this way. And I think it's important to take all that in, especially when you're looking long term. Like at this stage of the game for me, I just trying to make it long term or as long term as I can make it. As you it. can, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, the big stardom stuff, that doesn't exist. I don't think it's, you know, it's, that's not a feasible goal. Uh, becoming yeah. A, yeah. A, a quadruple millionaire That probably, in music, that probably isn't the goal anymore. You know, it's just not something. It's about continuing to write good music, hopefully get better at it. And then there's that underlying dream that, hey, maybe one of those songs just might hit. Just even in the smallest of how that would happen, I don't know. You never know. But that other stuff like that rock stardom and that MTV Cribs thing and all that, that's not even in the scope anymore.
0: Yeah, especially yeah, for what we do right now. It's even further away than it was a number of years ago, at least, you know, a number of years ago. There was a there was a chance because of the kind of music we do now, uh, the kind of music that you and I do is, is you can be successful at it. But to be, you know, to say that, you know, I want to be this big rock star or whatever, that that's just not happening anymore. You know, I mean, well, I mean, there's really no big rock stars now anyway. But in terms of what we do, it's even harder and less now because the the scene and the music has, has changed so drastically you know in our genres of music that we do we could be successful because there there will always be people for that but to to be the big stars that we wanted to be many many years ago that's just not that's just not happening in, yeah. in our lives anymore
1: yeah I think longevity is again this is something that I've learned I guess being in a band all these years as well is success is relative or ill-relative, depending on how you look at it, but what are you trying to achieve? If, at this point, you're just trying to keep going, well, that's success in itself, because how many bands, uh, I know there's a lot of bands, I remember I played a, when this band first got together within the first year or two, we played a festival, and from that festival, there's not one band that's still together. Yeah, except us. Yeah, I believe that. And yeah, there's, you know, you'll see that quite often. Bands just come and go, disappear, change up, you know, go a different route. And then we lost a lot of bands during the COVID pandemic and the, and the rebuild. Yeah. The fact that we're still here, we're still doing some stuff, to me is is success. And yeah, so for sure, yeah. So sure. I, I've I've learned how to balance that a little better. To say, you know, this is that's a plus. Where yeah. maybe I don't know, ten, twelve years ago, I would have I I wouldn't have agreed a hundred percent. I would say that it was successful, but I would say you know I would be looking at these other aspects for success. Like we have to hit yeah. these marks, but yeah, I'm, yeah, you know I'm still releasing music each year. I got videos. I got you know this. I got that. I'm still playing live. Um, not maybe not as much as I used to, but that was a choice, right? And right. I think that too is something else that I've learned. And, and again like I said any of these things can be learned from being in any aspect in life and any in any walk of life but you know relating it to music it's like you know is it worth doing this now or can I just do it this way and right. I think at a certain point in time every band every artist, regardless of you know whether you're up at Kanye West's level, or you're still down in the in the gutter with you know the rest of us, you can make a decision. It's like, well, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, it's just my personal <clears throat> choice. Like, a, but just because I haven't made Metallica status doesn't mean that I need to continue to do that or take that, right? It doesn't, you know, because then it's like, no, well, who are who are you to decide that? You're not, you know, you're not Motley Crue, and you're not, you know, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, well, who cares? I, that's right. I'm not, never going to be. But that doesn't mean I don't have the right to make these decisions and go, no, I don't want to do that show. No, I don't want to play at 1 a.m. No, I don't think I'm going to travel down to whatever, you know, some another state or something like that. Nah, I'm going to avoid that. You know, I think that we we have that right. We have that option. And it does make things more digestible for us over time. So we don't feel like it's, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Like if you decide that you don't want to do it. Because like I said, now for us, we used to do, you know, uh, you know forty fifty shows I think sixty one year we did and again that's not a, in my opinion that's really not a lot compared to some other bands, but it's a lot more than other bands, but yeah. based on our schedule, what we were doing plus our private lives, that was a lot and a now lot. We, yeah. we 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 do maybe half or less than that, and we even got to a point that we were going, we were talking about hey listen, maybe we do ten shows a year and uh two small tours. Yeah, You know, like maybe second and and fourth quarter or something like that. And we can maximize it. We can get the same benefit even more from less. So that's something else I've learned definitely on the road and being in a band all this, you know, in this focusing on this business is less is more. Like the less equipment I get to take out on the road... The more time I have, I'm serious, the more time I have to enjoy the show or to enjoy just being in a different area. I'm not lugging equipment. We recently were on tour. Another touring band was on before us. We had never played with them before. They had so much equipment. It was unbelievable how much equipment they had. They didn't even do a 40-minute set. Maybe 40, yeah. Maybe they did get about 40 minutes Maybe, but it just didn't seem... It went so fast. They had more pedals than you could shake a stick at, which then meant more (laughs) cables. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. And it just took forever to get off the stage. We carry minimal stuff, small drum set. Uh, I carry a 212 cabinet with just a rack. James carries, you know, a 210 bass cabinet and a, a micro head. I mean, so much that you could stick it in your pocket. That's yeah, how small it is. Yeah, But it, it just <laughs> pumps. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, our, our guitars. And Frankie just carries a, a lunchbox with his microphone in it. And that's it. You know <laughs> what I mean? I think, he, I think he has more gum and antiseptic <laughs> for his throat than he does equipment. So we've definitely learned that less is more because the quicker we can set up, the quicker we can get a sound check or a line check, and the more we can play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we can actually extend yeah. our set. Even by a song or two, because we know our setup and teardown is is minutes. Yeah, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah What else you got? Definitely one thing that I have definitely, definitely learned through the years. long time ago, I just assumed that everybody in a band was on the same page, right? And we were all striving for the same thing in the same way. And as I got older, Guys quit. Guys, you know, guys get fired. You know, you change members. Whatever, you realize that that's not necessarily true. And and as you become band brothers with these people, you realize that everybody's different. Everybody's lives different. Everybody's their vision may be the same, but it's not as committed as yours. Like they're willing to do the work, willing to do the dedication, but there's other things that are number one and number two in their lives, which is totally fine. And as I and when I was younger. That really bothered me because I was like, you know, if we're doing this, like, let's all, we should all be on the same page. And as I got older, especially because as I got older, I started to get in bands with guys with families, with kids and wives and stuff like that. And, and uh, I have said it before on this podcast, I don't have kids. So I, you know, I have a little more freedom in my time and life that, uh, you know, that some people do. And, and I started to realize that, that it was okay that even though you know, someone had kids and and family and uh you know that was a little more important but the dedication was there i I started to i started to learn that that was okay and maybe that was very um selfish of me because i'm very passionate about what i do i mean obviously i've been doing it for so long and i have no you know I, I, i definitely haven't even considered quitting at this point you know i started to realize that you have to deal with people different ways and that it was okay, that things happen and sometimes people just have different ways of looking at it. I've definitely learned that as I've gotten older and I've definitely gotten better with it for sure. Even during COVID, like when that hit, I, that, that's when I really realized that, man, it you know, we do spend a lot of time away from our family and our close friends. And now it's even more important to me, especially now as I get older, that you know, maybe you know, missing a rehearsal or or you know, not scheduling rehearsal on a on a certain day to be with family or you know, you gotta take your kids somewhere. Maybe it's not such a bad thing, you know, because sometimes that makes the thing that makes your band stronger, because you are you do have outside things. And I know that you and I are talking about that, you know, later on this season. So I started to learn that not everybody is on the same page as you, and everybody may be passionate, but maybe the passion's not as strong. As you and you have to learn how to deal with that when problems arise or band meetings come around, and you have to kind of you know find your way and uh, you know and how to talk to other people. I, You know, I, I learned that um, you know th- there's just certain ways you should talk to people. You know, you're you're conducting business. Your band is a business, and um, you have to realize that some people don't learn, and some people aren't as passionate as you are because there are other th- more important things to them. You know, and that, that's that's a hard it's not easy. it's definitely not easy to ju- or, uh, you know to uh, juggle you know when you're in a band trying to get things done because you you know you want to do this and you want to do this and we should do this and we should do this and you have a guy in your band that or whomever two guys, whatever it may be that doesn't feel that way because they have other to them there's other I don't want to say important things because that's not obviously families and kids are more important than anything. You know sometimes your passion someone else's passion just isn't on the same page and that's not necessarily a a bad thing you just have to kind of learn to deal with it and kind of meet in the middle you know and that that's the most important thing and and try to uh, maneuver that to get where you would like to be and sometimes that's not always that's not always easy but you could do it if uh you know if you're if you're willing to put in that kind of work and have that kind of conversation
1: yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, like with any relationship, you know, compromise, flexibility, kind of some, you know, compassion, empathy, that type of thing. I think it's it's key. I think when, you know, when a band first starts, it's put together, everybody's kind of like there is 100%. Everybody's excited and they're willing to make the extra sacrifices and they go the extra mile and all that kind of stuff. But then over time, as things start to get more laid in or they become you know, routine, people start finding that, like, you know, well, I I need to do this. And maybe that understanding on their significant other or their other responsibilities may not be as flexible. They may not be as flexible. Say, well, I got to kind of balance this out a little bit. In the beginning's one thing, but as time goes on, you know, I I do have to, you know, if I still have a full-time job, I need to balance that out, you know, and do what you can. And this is what kind of goes back to me saying just a little bit ago, that you start choosing what's more important. Like, is really doing this group of shows important if it's going to cause all this extra grief? Right, Right, right. Like, you know, you know. And I think over time, band members start pushing back a little bit, like, hey, I'm not really interested in doing that, and this, that, and the other thing. And I know what you're saying, because I have a difficult time with that, too, even even today, though I've gotten better at it. It is very difficult, and sometimes when you get involved in that that type of situation, uh, the other people, they only see it their side, you see it only your side, and it does get difficult to meet somewhere in the middle. Sometimes, like you said, it's just a matter of how did you communicate it, right? Like, what's the best way to communicate it? Because not everybody's going to communicate the same exact way. Right. Um, Especially if outside influence is kind of pulling at them, like a significant other, family responsibilities, job responsibilities, and then they're feeling all this pressure because they don't want to let people down, but at the same time, you know, they've got to balance out, well, what's the real life of this? What's the right. real-life, you know, repercussion right. that if I don't do this? Okay, if I miss a show, is it really that big of a deal? Whereas, you know, if I miss a week worth of work, how big of a deal is that, right? So you have right. to kind of take some of that, you know, and then as we get older, other aspects in life start kind of taking precedence, like health, care for, you know, older relatives. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, things of that nature that you know, you you don't necessarily have to deal with when you're a band in their 20s, 30s, even your early 40s, you know, if you're lucky enough, but as you do get older, I mean, you may have health problems yourself, you know, yeah. which is, yeah. you know, you know, <clears throat> yeah, uh, could be unfortunate, but it, it happens to all of us, it doesn't matter, you know, how great of a player or musician or songwriter you are, these kind of things in real life do pop up, so... That compromise, that flexibility, that understanding, that willingness to say, Hey, listen, you know what? Maybe you're right. We don't have to do this, but let's get some options. You know what I mean? Sometimes the guy, you know, the messenger is always the bad guy. Sometimes I feel that as myself, as the guy who's kind of having everything come across the desk, and then I have to relay that to everybody. Sometimes it's taken as, well, I'm, I'm saying that we need to do this. Well, no, I'm not. What I'm doing is is I'm presenting it to you with options, right you let me know is this what you want to do or not do? I mean, there are plenty of things that come across the desk that I don't even bother telling you guys about because I know it's a complete waste of time <laughs> right, 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 but right, then right. the other things that could there be a remote, I don't want to because if i if I said, well, you know, I passed up on that well, why did you pass on that? You should have said that. so I you know as transparent as you possibly can. Hey, guys, what do you want to do? And then sometimes you get some pushback and, you know, whatever. And sometimes, like you said, you don't know what's going on in people's lives all the time. You know, you have to kind of give leeway to that. You know, some people don't share everything. Some people don't, you know, whatever. And I get that. Sometimes what I find to be difficult is, is you spend all this time with people. And sometimes the longer you're with them, the further you're getting away from one another. Does that make sense
0: to you? Yeah, 100%. You know
1: what I mean? Where in the the early stages, it's like kind of everybody's up everyone's rear end. And then over time, it's not like that anymore. Now, I don't know if it's because everybody's kind of settled into their role and knows that, hey, I only need to do this much to get this much out of it. And, you know, I'm not going to worry about it until the moment that I have to. Or, hey, there's somebody that's, that's their job to worry about it. So I don't have to right, worry about right. it. So, right. and then, you know, issue can arise from that resentment. I'm, and I'm speaking from a lot of personal experience. Resentment, discomfort, and you start shutting down. And yeah. you, you you just decide, you know, well, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to bother talking to you about it. I'm just either going to do it or, or we pass on it, you know. So that, that compromise, that flexibility, that understanding, the willingness to make things work... And, you know, sometimes if you just kind of work through it, you find out, hey, this worked out better than we thought to begin with, right? Yeah. Rather than just taking taking whatever was offered at face value, hey, we did it this way, and it kind of worked out, you know. And then, you know, the reality of it is, too, is we don't have to be up each other's rear end 24-7 anymore. I mean, when we're adults, older adults, we can come to the nucleus and then kind of separate and then come back again and still have that same... Whatever. I think a prime example of that if you wanted to see, if you watch that the documentary on the Beatles that's on the Disney station from Peter Jackson, you can actually see the band falling apart. Yo, and I guess yeah. that was the biggest bummer for that whole thing for me. Like you could see that it was four separate guys doing whatever they wanted to do and then the Beatles thing, except for Paul McCartney, became like an afterthought, a second second. Yeah. But yeah. The exciting thing was is at the end at the rooftop concert they were all professional enough and knew the importance of what they were doing at that moment to pull together. Now that's yeah. professional. Yeah, that's. Yep. You know, that's the collective goal. Unfortunately, after that it was it was over. But they knew that you don't destroy something like what you do in private's one thing because again, a lot of that was kind of private time. Right. In that documentary. I'm not exactly sure how they expected to truly, truly edit it back then, but to see that kind of strife within the world's most popular band at the time, most successful yeah. band at the time, uh, most beloved band at the time. Because it, it really put me off at times. I was kind of like, wow, man, There was you could just see the dividing line between yeah. all four of them. and yep. But, like I said, at the end... They pulled it all together and then they showed you know that professionalism so it is possible but at the same time I think that once band members lose that that level of camaraderie to some extent where the respect lines have been crossed even in the smallest amount I I think it's very hard to rectify so that's why that communication that willingness to do something needs to kind of remain
0: you are listening to The Cosmic Voice with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of that. I, I definitely go into, you know, any band situation. Again, something I've learned, uh, you know, instead of talking behind each other's back to one of the other members, uh, you know, because usually in a band, there's always closer members. You know, not everybody is as close as... You know, there's always a guy or three guys that are closer than with other two or other one. Like there's always there's always some kind of um, closeness where it's not the full band, right? Like like everybody's close, but some guys are closer. Sure. And you know, so instead of talking about it with other members of the band that you're close with, I'm, I'm a big proponent of going look. You know, if there's an issue, let's sit down, let's talk about it, let's get out in the open because you don't know what that other person is thinking. You could go listen as a band. This is how we feel about what you're doing or what you're not doing. And you go, oh, well, I didn't see it that way. This is what's going on. And then you go, oh, well, you know, this whole time we're thinking this and it's really not. You're just going through something or maybe you're not getting it and you were afraid to say whatever the case may be. So I'm a huge proponent, especially now as I've gotten older, that communication is, as any relationship, communication is, is the most important thing to go you know listen this is what we should be doing this is what we shouldn't be doing and i think too that it does bring you closer as people and as a band and uh you know you have to uh, approach that kind of talking points um you know with kid gloves but uh you know you're all humans you're all people you all bleed the same and you all want the same thing um you know you're all in a band together so there definitely should be a mutual respect of a conversation and I'm a big proponent of, hey, man, let's just sit and talk, you know, especially if you're having issues at home or even if you don't want to talk about your issues, then at least come into rehearsal and the show and go, hey, listen, I'm going through some things. If I seem a little off, that's why. And you go, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't need to know every little detail, but as long as I know that if you're telling me that something's wrong and I know that, then I'll be able to. Work around that and respect your feelings and emotions at that time. Or you know, maybe I, will, you maybe, maybe I'll just kind of step back a little bit and I won't be as uh, aggressive, you know, towards you. If if you have, you know, if you're having issues, I'll just go, okay, cool. Like you're, you know, if there's a problem somewhere. Then then I'll I'll just step back and I'm here if you need to talk, you know. And I think communication is so important in a band. It really truly is. Whether it's about music, whether it's about anything, and I think this communication is just huge. And just sitting down for ten minutes and you know just talking things over. I think it's super important. I really do. I, and that's one thing I've always, always thought uh, that should happen. And, and it does. I mean, I, you know, I've had some issues in bands that, uh, you know, communication was not the best, but I, I've always been big on communicating for sure. And that's definitely something I've learned that uh, communication helps. I mean, you know, it may not turn out the way you want it, Because maybe it ends up in someone leaving. Communication is the best, man. You know, it's, it's hugely important. It's important in our normal everyday lives, too. Whether it's your job, whether it's your family, whether it's your, you know, the person you're spending your life with. It's important. It's important. That's uh, you know that's something I've learned because you are dealing with other people, right? Like you know everybody has different personalities. Everybody doesn't think the same as you. And like I said before, the passion's not the same. Dedication's not the same. You know, especially with a guy like me who doesn't have a family and kids. And you know, I, I mean, I have a I have a decent job. But let me tell you, if I got the opportunity, to pack my bags, I'm gone. But I can do that. You know that I I'm, I I have that. I'm able to. That's the life that I have. And some people just don't have that. And that's okay. That doesn't. That's okay. But I have to realize that, that not everybody is like that.
1: Yeah, I think that the communication then provides you the opportunity for options, right? Yeah. Even if, like you said, you don't have to know every aspect of what the situation is because it may not be any of your business. It may relate to sensitive topics, sensitive material that involves other people outside the scope of the band, which, you know, you have to respect that. That's privacy. However, if everybody's on the same page where they're like, listen, trying to make this work, I just don't know if I could do it this way or this way, you know, what options we have, well, then that's when brainstorming happens, right? Then you know that everybody's at least on the same team. But if you're constantly hitting that brick wall with one member, two members or a situation, well, then, like you said, maybe there has to be a talk about like, hey, maybe we have to go some other way. But you can't fire back and go, no, I can't do that. I'm you know, I'm not going to do that. And it, no, say, like, listen, it's not going to work right now for me because of everything else that's going on. Though, you know, sometimes people do take advantage of that for their own benefit, right? Like, oh, I'll use... Like, we're in such a society now that, you know, if you say there's an issue, nobody can really question it because of the way things are. I've found that people will give you more reasons why they won't do something than reasons why they will do something or should do something, right? right? Right. And the thing is, is if you tell people enough of reasons why you can't, after a while, they start using that same excuse too. It's like it's just a matter of like it's psychosomatic. We all start believing it. Well, we can't do it because of this. We can't, you know, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. And sometimes it's not we, we can't, it's because we don't want to. Right. And we, we right. create an excuse or a reason. And excuses are such a big thing. And we've talked about this, and maybe we'll talk about this. I think this is a topic for later on in the Season 2. Like, any reason to cancel a show nowadays, yeah. it exists. Yeah. And we have this long list of, of reasons that can now cancel a show. And nobody will question it because of the new society and the cancel culture and the, the woke and all this kind of stuff. And... It's like, well, how about like, you know, just for the betterment of the individual? How about for the betterment of what we're doing? Or you know, how about just for the challenge of it? You know, but again, I've always learned that people will do and make time for the things that they want. The things mm-hmm. that they don't want, they'll come up with every reason in the world not to do it. And sometimes they'll fight harder for that than they yep. will for the more important things. Yep. You know what I mean? Because they'll put on a show. They'll put on the airs. And they'll sometimes take a narcissistic approach and throw it back on you. It's like, well, you're the one causing the problems because you want to do the show. You know what I mean? And because I don't yeah. want to do it, I'm the bad guy? Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you got to weigh the options. And that's the thing, I think, with being in a band. Like, if you're a solo artist, it's just you. You make these decisions, right? Right, and right, yep it's basically a a, just a one-to-one situation but when you're dealing with a band with three members two members three members four members five members whatever you know earth wind and fire 25 members it doesn't matter like now you're making decisions and and bringing up opportunity that's going to affect a larger range of people it's just like a jury if if one person is swaying the other way that holds up the other people I've been a firm believer in like, listen, you do whatever you want in your life. You know, it's none of my business. However, with whatever you're doing in your life starts to affect my life in any way, shape, or form. Now there's a bit of an issue. And I think that people in bands sometimes don't see it that way. It's like, well, if you have four people and you've been at it for quite a while. And you're not just some every so often weekend warrior band. And then all of a sudden one guy starts throwing a wrench in there. Well, yeah. And because, like, they're looking at us like, well, my life is doing this now. This is what I have to do. But if you're not taking into consideration how that is affecting the other guys, and just because you may not be taking it as seriously or see it as as important at the moment as the other guys do, doesn't mean that what the other guys are feeling and doing is any less important. Just because right. you now don't deem it as such. Right. Right, And that's sometimes an attitude that is common within bands, especially bands that have been around for quite a while. And I think that that's a bit unfair because, again, it's the same thing with your wife or your girlfriend or, or your children. Like Things that you do and decide can have great impact on their lives as well, whether you realize yeah. it or not. Life's changing. It's okay. I get it. It's going to change. It's not, things are never going to stay the same. But you made a commitment, and you have to decide. It's just like your job. You're not going to quit your job. You're not going to quit your job simply because your job's paying you. And in most cases with these band situations, it's kind of like herd football, right, or herd soccer. You know, it's not that important in the grand scheme, and if it's not paying your bills, it's easy to dismiss, especially when push comes to shove. So that's sometimes where passion will lose out on some people, and it's the people that are being driven by passion that will keep going even in the eye of the storm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, So, definitely.
1: again, it, it is a balancing point. It, it's not easy. It's really not easy. And and these are the things that you'll, again, the longer you're at it, you're dealing with on a band constantly. And like you were saying, like you get new members in, they have to learn that culture, and I think we talked yeah. about that mm-hmm. in season yep. one or two. You know, understanding that culture it may be completely foreign to them. This yeah. may be their first band. This may be their first yep. "quote unquote" real band, and by that I mean a band that's striving for more than just playing your your local bar every couple weeks. You know, just for fun and, and beer mm-hmm. money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's a shock to the system. I've had people yeah. in the band that's like, "Oh my God, you actually got to work." It's not just dressing up and dyeing my hair. No, right. it's not. Right. No. I mean right? you could you could do that, but then there's this whole other aspect <laughs> that, that happens, you know, in between.
0: So yeah, yeah. it it yeah. can be tough, man. It can be tough for sure. It is. You know, again, relationships are they're, they're not easy. So there's many aspects to relationship and bands are no different. You just have more people to deal with, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, listen, I think that the major aspect of what we've talked about in this show, about what we've learned about being a band, it really comes down to that relationship, like you're saying. How we deal with that relationship, how we respect that relationship, nurture it, help it continue to grow. And unfortunately, it doesn't happen for everybody, right? No. Sometimes the growing stops, it falls apart, it dies, you know, for lack of a better word. I mean, example, like, if you've read the stories of Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons from Kiss, they've had their ups and downs, major ups and downs. Major. Paul had, you know, serious resentment and anger, and he was taking shots and all. And then, you know, they've kind of come full circle where, you know, you'll hear Paul talk today about, you know, their brothers. He doesn't feel that he would have been able to achieve what he achieved without Gene by his side. And they were stronger together than apart. However, he'll be the first to tell you that they're two completely different people and they live two completely separate lives, Mm -hmm. but they're there for one another. But they've had they had to go through 50 years of such a thing. Now, it also, you know, I mean, again, their ups and downs in career are not as bad as, hey, you know, they were living in a cardboard shack or whatever, but you know, I you know it can be bruising to the ego, especially at that level and then coming down and then working your way back up and all that kind of stuff but it does help when you have a machine such as Kiss to kind of draw you back. I think yeah. that oh, yeah. if that band completely fizzled out and there was nothing there I don't know if that would have ever been something that they could have saved in terms of friendship, maybe it had, I don't know, maybe I'm I'm reaching but I do think that that core of that Kiss machine helped keep that alive because they both oh. had something to come back to. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, like, look at um, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry; they had their their difficulties, yep. and yeah, you know, yep. I mean, Don Dokken and uh, George Lynch, which I still think that they have difficulties till today. But they kind of every so often just kind of swoop in and out every for the payday. I don't know, but. You know, I uh, I guess you absolutely. can you can you can definitely work with people and not necessarily like them. Though I, I've always struggled with that, but that's just Me too. I yeah. never
0: I I I can't. Like that's just not it's just not something that I enjoy doing. I mean I you know, I've I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of people that I thoroughly enjoyed you know their company and their time and their conversations and you know there's only one or two guys i can think of through the years that when they left the band i was like "Oh, thank god like i but it was more of like i don't have to deal with that negative energy anymore it didn't make them a bad person i just didn't want to deal with that negative energy so when they were gone i was like oh i could breathe a little bit but i never understood i could not be in a band with someone that I just didn't get along with.
1: Yeah, me. I I, like, I, 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 agree. I I
0: can never. You know, when I was growing up, I thought everybody was like, you know, the monkeys. Everybody got along and everybody was you know hanging out together. And you know, I didn't know till I was till I was older that Van Halen was very dysfunctional and you know, Doc and they didn't get along and you know all these major. You can go on and on and on. Uh, Paul and Gene, like you know, I always expected them to be this you know this this brother these two brothers that were constantly together and everything was they did everything together and come to find out that you know there were many years that they just didn't even more paul that uh, you know they just didn't they couldn't even be in the same room and motley the same thing and i never understood that because i could never do that now maybe if it's my job and i'm making millions of money millions of dollars then then maybe I could do that, but I could tell you I wouldn't enjoy it. That would really bum me out.
1: Yeah, I've always felt that I needed some level of connection to really be able to flourish. Though I have worked with people or who've been in the band, um, thankfully, short periods of time that I just could not get along with. But, you know, we had to get through whatever we were doing and I can, you know. But long term, it's you know no, couldn't do it yeah i could i could maintain yeah. some of it on stage but then outside it just it just didn't work well for me it wasn't good for my my spiritual health my mental health uh, emotional health you know so i get it so yeah there you go man you got anything else you want to add no sir i do not i mean i'm sure there's tons of stuff but i think where it comes down to that core it's definitely a relationship builder different personalities. It's just like with any other walk of life. It's like a job. You know, you learn how to deal with with certain things. But I think that there's an even deeper connection to sometimes bandmates um, as opposed to just other employees in an office or in a factory or something like that. So, you know, keep your communication lines open. You'd be surprised at how much you can uh, accomplish. If you like this episode, check out some of our other episodes at www.thecosmicvoice.com. Step into the cosmic verse, you'll never know what you'll find. Thanks so much for listening. This is The Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at TheCosmicVoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.
0: Stitcher, and so many more. Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week.
1: You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and
0: nothing but business.